My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. This has to have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily. I am actually in Mike's studio. Uh, welcome to the show, Mike. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I, I was going to say Mike Lindell, but I think everyone knows who you are. <laughs> Especially today after the last few days, right? It, it's been crazy. So yeah, yeah. it's actually been really enjoyable to watch you work. So I was here yesterday, got well, to watch you work, and the passion that you have, it just never stops. Yeah. I always thought... Maybe you took a break during the day. <laughs> you don't take a break. You just go right at it all day, every day. Uh, yeah. How did you like the way I have to deal with all the media calling? I mean, they some of them I have to sit and scold because they, they haven't called me for almost a year. Some my especially my local media here in yeah. Minnesota. I scolded each and every one of them. I said and I, you know, went after him and said, What don't you care about our country? Now you're you know, now the FBI takes us, so you want to pile on the dirt or whatever and and uh but I was impressed yesterday. from for the most part, the media, they uh they were out there. It was a step in the right direction. I a lot of these on the left have actually become indirect friends of mine. I mean it's kinda it's kind of a strange relationship, right? And uh they were there, they attack dogs were there, but also what a blessing that Tucker actually spoke up oh my on Fox. That I mean, that we Fox, I might not even be able to use the same. Don't go Fox on me now. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the fact, so two days in a row, he brought it up. Mm -hmm. Two yeah, days yeah. in a row, he yep. talked about the, the Dominion machines. Yeah. He, he made a kind of a comment, like an off, off comment of, well, you know, just, Put holes in the machines type of thing right yeah and they came after him right. and then yesterday he doubled down on it yeah he doubled down and they, and that was also on uh, newsmax even though they taped it i knew what i could say that they weren't going to play it but it, it you know it's steps it's baby steps but they're big baby steps everybody and uh and i've got breaking news here which you don't even know i don't um, yeah they uh so everybody uh, you're hearing it here first. Actually, it was I was just on Steve Bannon in the war room. I did announce it there five minutes ago. Here's what we're doing all morning long. I did three more interviews this morning. I did, I think, 30-some yesterday, 20-some worldwide the day before. But this morning I got up. It's, uh, the first call was from my good friend Joe Piscopal out in New York. I was live on his show and then ABC National and another one. From that point on, I was three hours or two and a half hours, I guess, with all my lawyers, or most of them. These are Kurt Olson, Alan Dershowitz, Andrew Parker, 
And I said, what can we do here? We cannot be on the defense. We have to go on the offense. Well, everybody, they they looked through it, and they said they've been working on this for the last couple of days. They broke my first, fourth, and fifth amendments rights, and uh, we're suing the United States of America and the FBI. Uh, we're going to set a precedence. They're not going to be, this isn't going to be Nazi Germany. The FBI is not going to be the Gestapo. It stops now, you know, period. They took a, they took a phone, a company phone that runs everything I have, my hearing aids, everything. Um, but think about the people that have had their doors bashed in by battering rams Sharona in Colorado, Bishop. Sharona Bishop. When that FBI said to me, well, you know, we bashed your door in because this is a quote from him. Well, Sharona Bishop didn't answer her door fast enough. 42 seconds. Now, let me tell you, they bashed it in 42 seconds. Well, so that means that everybody should have a timer on their door of 40 seconds. And, boy, you better get there. Wait, did they say FBI? We better get there in 40 seconds or you get your door bashed in. Now, other people, when they did this little charade down in uh, Mankato, Minnesota, and they come in with all these vehicles like a scene right out of a mafia movie and surround me and my friend, now, I've been, I've been around the block, and I knew it was a bad thing. If that would have happened at night, Joe, I'll tell you what. My thing wouldn't have been, oh, this is the FBI. It would have been, these are bad guys, and I don't know where this would have went. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's the scary part. You know, They did it in broad daylight, obviously, to make a scene, and yeah. uh, it's disgusting. But we, we got to, Mr. Producer, let's, let's pull up. <laughs> I, I want to I do this because I think it's, it's, it's great to troll them just a little bit because right. but i want to ask you this question first before i do that you're not fearful are you no no only fear of god <laughs> you're, you're not you're not afraid of them you're not you're no, not no. they didn't intimidate you they didn't they, you know what even if they would have i'm not afraid of them you know maybe maybe because of my past you know i owe the mafia money when i was 20 years old they came to me looking for me uh you know i've uh, i've been in mexico had swords to my throat in the middle of a cartel battle um, I've had guns to my head, all these different things. Maybe that prepared me for such a time as this. Yeah. But I'm not, uh, God protected me all through that time. And you know what? I've done nothing wrong and, uh, and, and zero. Okay. And yeah. you don't have to, if I'm, if they think they're going to weaponize, uh, the FBI against me or anyone else, that ain't going to happen anymore. We got to stop this now. So, so let's, let's, let, I want to bring this up. Mr. Producer, can you hear us? Oh yeah. Okay. Can you can you grab the uh, the tweet by Hardy's? I want to I want to put this up there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can grab that for us really quick, and Mike, there's a special promo code that you have, right? Because of I mean, Hardy's just came out and said, that, <laughs> "Wait, wait till you guys see this." It was yeah. it was rather funny, but that promo code is Hardy's. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Hardy's. Yeah. So they, you can save up to sixty six percent. This is Mike's promo code. It's Hardy's. H A R D E E S. Uh, uh, go to my store and or go to uh, my, my pillow. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. buy some my coffee. Yeah. Because I've been drinking it for two days. Yeah, it's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> so Hardy said this. Now that you know we exist, you should really try our pillowy biscuits. So even Hardy's. Is right. getting into the pillow business. Well, well yeah, Hardy's. I mean, they put them on the map. If this thing was the number one story in the world, and I mean worldwide, I yeah. mean it went everywhere. And Hardy's people are going, "What is Hardy's?" You know, what is Hardy's? You know, a lot of people states don't have them, and yeah. and uh, great fast food place. And they uh, for them to put that up, and then I said, you know, and then we put up the promo code Hardy's, uh, you know, and uh, 
and people responded to that too. I mean, everybody. <laughs> it's, it's, and and it, I want to say this, it's like an ET moment. Everybody knows the Reese's peanut butter cups or at least the peanut butter uh, uh, m and Reese's pieces, yeah, yeah. Reese's yeah. Pieces that they had an ET and it blew up the company. This yeah. might be one of the things that yeah. makes Hardee's have and, more. And you know what? I, Hardee's a great company I, and I hope it does help them. And uh, God uses all things for good. You know, when this was happening and going down, I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna, this, somehow this will be a silver lining in this. And maybe, maybe this had to happen. So somebody like myself can say, you know what? Um, I've heard about you bashing other people's door down and taking other people's phones and invading. Where does it end? It needs to stop now. I've been yeah. saying for a long, let's, we gotta, I'm always on the offense. If you know me, everybody knows me. Offense, offense, offense. We've done nothing wrong. Our, our country's been invaded. We've been attacked through electronic voting machines and computers. They have to be gone. And uh, this, uh, you know, it's all been on God's timing. I've said this before. If, if we would have got our country back right away, or let's say Donald Trump on December 14th, we would have missed all this, all the all the evil that's exposed itself, and it just keeps coming. You know, here's they, the, they here's the FBI. The they, yeah, they pulled back the thing, and the onion keeps going, whoa, there's more? There's more evil? How deep does it go? How wide does it go? You know, but we're breaking through, and it's all about communications. You guys have no... I'm telling you, the, the importance of Fox, of and Salem Media, by the way, too, Charlie Kirk, I went on all these shows yesterday from Salem Media. If you have heard me for the last year, Badmouth, Newsmax, Fox, and Salem Media, I have been saying that. They knew a Smartmatic when they sued Fox on February 4th of 2021 and used lawfare that hadn't been used since 1798. That's what Alan Dershowitz told me. It had not been used till then. It's illegal. You can't, it should be, they should, when we get through this, never again should this ever happen to any country where the media, you can sue the media to stop them from talking. You can't do that. I mean, you can't put a silence. When you censor the media, the journalists in our country, that they're afraid to do an article, Joe, afraid to say the word Dominion or Smartmatic I'm not afraid or ES&S, <laughs> um, you know. And that you got, it's funny, ESNS hasn't sued me yet. ESNS, if you're watching, please sue me. We'll put it on the pile. SueMikeLindell.com. I'll throw it on the pile. You know, they're sitting back on, we're the U, we're the U.S. version. I'm going to be in Omaha and, uh, and the Council Bluffs tonight, the home of ESNS, the home of in Omaha, Nebraska. And I'll tell you what, they sit there and they go, um, you know, we, uh, we're the hometown boys, Omaha, Nebraska. Well, you know what? You guys have broke antitrust laws. You guys sold Diabol to Dominion back when you broke those laws. I was with the SNS down in Louisiana, Joe, when they go, they got up before that committee and they go, they said, are your, are your machines vulnerable? At least they didn't lie. They said, all machines are vulnerable. vulnerable. So at least they didn't lie. I'll give them that one little bit of credit. But we, we have enough evidence. I think that is the part that is absolutely, they keep doubling down and gaslighting. Yeah. But you have evidence in Georgia, Colorado. Everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, it's it's, it's in nearly you know, every it, state that we've yeah, touched, and yeah. they haven't brought forth and they haven't brought forth any experts. We have experts on our side, right, people right. that have been doing right. this, that have served our country. You talk about Sean Smith; he has served this country honorably. Mm -hmm. You talk about General Mills; served this country honorably. Mm -hmm. You have people that have worked in the highest level. You have you have uh, Clay Parikh, who is a penetration tester for Dominion, right. that came forward and said they kept us away from the source code. Right. They kept us away from it. 
we know where the bodies are buried. Right. They know we know where the bodies are buried. Right. And yet they still use these entertainment journalists, these Antifa journalists and big tech in order to silence us. That's right. So, That's right. So they are literally circumventing the U.S. Constitution by conspiring with private businesses and people within those businesses, mm -hmm. which is, is the reason why you have the RICO Act in place. Yeah, it's absolutely. Well, and how about my stuff? Everybody, I got on January 9th from Mary Fanning and Brandon House, uh, heard about this guy, Dennis Montgomery, and all his stuff. I have that now. If you watched our Moment of Truth Summit, by the way, I'll announce this here. You can now go to DennisMontgomery.com, everybody, and everything's up there that Dennis is real. He worked for the government, one of the smartest people I've ever known. Could be one of the smartest people in history. He, he, uh, His patents with Hammer Scorecard and everybody, all this stuff is real. The terabytes, the stuff I was dropping at the Cyber Symposium, then we were told not to drop the China interference stuff because of this government gag order, which I announced at the Moment of Truth Summit, is sitting in Nevada right now for that judge. If he lifts that, Joe, it's over. Over. You well, know? Can we trust the judiciary, though? Can we trust that they were going to lift it? Can well, we, we can't trust that, but we've got enough now with Castle Records. We have, we, it's like having camera angles on the biggest crime in history, all different cameras run by different companies, and everything points to the same crime. So we've got it from inside the machines of the Mesa County image that we have up on Frank's Beach. That they, and uh, you have it in other images too, by the way, that we have from inside the machine. You have camera angles now with the cast vote records. You have the Edison reports that every vote in the country goes through this monopoly in uh, New Jersey. You have the Dennis Montgomery stuff. If they, if we have to, I'm going to say when that judge lifts that. Because that judge, if he makes that ruling, unless the unless the government gets to him and said, don't you do that, right? And uh, by the way, everybody, I can give you, if you've got a pen, I'll give you a code. Or I mean, I'll give you the case number there. 3 colon 06 dash CV cat Victor dash 00056. Go look that up, everybody. Check it out. You know, and if you're if you're a family of that judge there that's looking at that, just in, and and you know him, just or her, him or her, I don't know who it is, but um, encourage them to not kick it out for standing. You know, be the judge and make a ruling. You yes. know, this is where we're at in our country, everybody. Every judge in this country that with all the evidence, Joe, no judge has looked at the evidence. We just had our two current cases that they um um and they and uh yeah, that was it right there. But they are the cases in this country. Hundreds, it's over a hundred judges now have kicked the evidence out of the 2020 election and other elections for the word called standing. It's a word that's never been used like this before. It's a judge can go, I'm afraid for my family. I'm afraid. I don't want to take this. I'm going to, uh, you have no standing. So that way it just, it gets pushed out and no judge looks at it. Now there's other cases like mine in uh, Washington, D.C., that didn't get kicked out for standing. Wonder why old Judge Nichols there, um, they kicked mine out for saying I, my cases were frivolous. Yeah. And I have to pay sanctions, they tell me. But but uh, yet Dominion, Smartmatic, their cases get to stay there. Where's their standing, Joe? Well, there isn't standing because they're doing a public public good, right? They work as a right. pseudo government agency. Yeah. And the government has no ability to go after anyone. And this is why I talk about 
the private-public partnership, mm-hmm. and we've dug really, really deep, right? Really deep into Dominion specifically, right? Smartmatic, ESNS. We've dug into who owns them. Right. So you have all of these private entities, all of these these investment companies that own them. They also own the pharmaceutical companies. Mm-hmm. So these Black Rocks and the Vanguards and everything else, right. they're heavily involved in our election systems. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens we talk about the Coomer issue. Mm-hmm. I mean, Coomer's a left-wing ring, wing nut who said that he hates America, hates police officers, uh, he's anti-Trump. This is the guy that runs 50% of the vote and the systems that he developed, the attribution modeling and all right. of the other things, excuse me, the adjudication modeling that he has, all of those same systems, all of those same schematics are used across the board and ESNS, Smartmatic, uh, uh, Dominion Voting Systems, Diabolt, they're all the same, Hart. Right, right, yeah, exactly. And the reason why I brought up Diabolt is yes, they were sold, but there's some of those systems are still being used. Right. In, in, well, in there's Coomer. There's that, that, he's the first guy to sue you, right? Yeah. He did well, he's everybody. He sued me. I'm in the Capitol. I'm, a, I, I'm in the Colorado Capitol, and I've got a big bouquet of, uh, of microphones, and this guy comes up and sued me. I don't even know who Coomer is. I go, okay, put it on the pile, this lawsuit. I, I, I don't know how I could badmouth the guy. I didn't even know who he is, but I will badmouth him. If I'd have known that, I sure certainly would have. Yeah. So I want, you know, he sued me before I had a chance to. The, Go after him. You know, that's wrong, Joe. That's just wrong. At least let me do something so I can get sued. Well, and the whole right. lawsuit against you is a diatribe about me. Right. Okay. And and so I want to I want to bring up. So something. I got sued by association. Thanks, yeah, Joe. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why when they talked about Dennis Montgomery, people have been attacking him for a long time. Oh, yeah. And I look at what they've done to you. I look at what they've done to me. I look at what they've done to other people whose legacy, the, the, the life's work has borne just amazing fruit. Yeah. And yeah. so I look at Dennis Montgomery. I look at Hammer and Scorecard and some of the some of the stuff that he built. And I go, of course, they would say they would try to defame him. Right. Of course, they would right. say that what he that he has is not legitimate. They would, because right. what, what else do they have? Right. And yet people have picked Dennis Montgomery apart. So I'm looking forward to seeing all of that information culminate mm-hmm. together so that we can get to the bottom of it. Uh, right. I'll tell you what. The and he, uh, I just talked to him this morning. It's funny that they that could be a big reason why they haven't uh, tried to do anything really bad to me or Dennis, because they know he's got the stuff he has. And on the left, remember, this is an information machine that gathers information. Right. And the government's used it against our own people. Well, you know, obviously Dennis had a little way to uh, monitor their corruption with his device, and he wasn't going to take it. And he's going, so he's got all this stuff. They're going, um, do you, you ever hear of a kill switch? You know, well, boom, yeah. all this goes out. You know, they probably know that he's got that. If they don't, they should know it right now. I'm telling you, everybody. Um, so maybe that's what's protected me. And uh, because I've, you know, I hid out for three months, Joe. Back when, back you, everybody, when I got this information on January 9th of 2021, and I had all this, I go, wow. Because I knew that thousands of people didn't march into other states and commit felonies. I go, this doesn't even make sense. People are genuinely good people. Every state, thousands of non-residents voting. And and, uh, I'm going, this is impossible. And uh, and all of a sudden, I get this information that it was done with computers and machines. I'm going, now that explains it. So as you've all seen the famous picture at the White House, uh, not the the martial law one too, but that was from lawyers. I was bringing evidence from the 
Dennis to the president and I get shooed out of there. But from that point on, they did not want me. I have fear. I, I was out of state for months and months and I would tell the media, um, I'm not their media. Stay away from my family. Tell the, the you bad guys out there, stay away from my family. I was very worried because at that point, you know, they tried to destroy my business. They tried to just wipe me out and destroy my voice. They did everything they could. And in fact, at one time they did go silent. And what did I, after I put out absolute proof, they went silent for 17 days in order to get back out the voice back. I said, say, sue me, Dominion, sue me, Dominion. Finally, they sued me. And then the, the voice went out there again. So it's kind of like right now, you guys, after we did the moment of truth and we brought, we told you about the Dennis Montgomery stuff being in Nevada now, and we told and all these states, all the corruption with these machines. When we did that, the media went completely silent, Joe, again on me. Well, maybe this is a godsend now because it was the number one story in the world. Yeah. And now that we're going to sue the United States government, I would think that would be news on Fox News. Yeah. You know, no, who, who sues the government, you know, yeah. and the FBI? Well, I'm going to. I think that uh, I, I think that we're at this crazy place where I'm actually more hopeful today than I was two days ago. Oh, absolutely. Because them coming after you and taking your phone. You know, I did. I did get phone calls from my lawyers and I got phone calls from people that says, Joe, you're next. And I'm like, I started laughing. Yeah. And I know I shouldn't laugh. My lawyer's like, please don't laugh. This is serious <laughs> stuff, Joe. And I go, look, I'm not a Boy Scout, but I'm pretty close to a Boy Scout. So I don't know what they're going to get on my phone. Maybe I tell my wife I love her too much. Maybe, you know, I'm talking yeah, to my right. kids. Um, but I think, this, I think the reason why I have so much hope is that the panic, the, the grasping, as more and more people wake up. What happened yesterday? I was in the room when somebody walked in and said, we won't say who it was, said that their liberal sister... Yeah. Right. I mean, that, that was an amazing story. Yeah. 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 She came. It was, uh, it was actually, uh, yeah. One of my employees and they came in, they were sitting there listening to me on the phone and I was talking to you and, uh, and, uh, my other guy, it guy Todd there. And he said, she says, you know, um, we, I was talking about liberals, how liberals and, and have come to the middle. And she goes, yeah, my sister, she yeah. said, Mike, you're a hero to the country and that they got to get rid of these machines. I'm going, really? And, uh, and this is actually, you guys, what I told the president, our real president, Donald Trump. This is a couple weeks ago. Remember when Mar-a-Lago was raided? Yeah. I talked to him, I don't know, four or five days, a couple, three days later, whatever it was. And I said, sir, I said this, uh, I said, Mr. President, I said, what I'm hearing out there, I said, this is a good thing. This is because it's helping unite our country. The people. Yeah. I'm talking about yeah. the people. Okay, yeah. we're not, we never were a divided country. That's Obama put that in every brainwashed everybody to put that in people's head and the media. We, this is uniting the people. And I told him that and I said, people are behind you. And you know, I had friends of mine when that happened that are left, they're Democrat, they're liberals. They call, they actually called me up and text me going, you know what, enough is enough. I, they couldn't, they were ticking up for, for President Trump. And these are and these are people that believe me that uh, don't uh, they're not they didn't vote for him put it that way and uh, and they were and they were actually now they're you know sticking up for him that just the principle of it you don't do um, attack a president and much less a he's not even in power right now he's not the president or not he is my president but I mean he's whatever regime is there he's not in that you know evil regime that's out there right now. Well, and, and I have friends that are, that are, have been very successful that when everything happened, they basically stepped back from me and said, Hey Joe, we'll see you when this is over. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, I've been in, in several Bible studies again, very, very successful, successful men. 
And uh, one of them called me and said, hey, I want you to come to my house because we're going to do a showing of 2,000 mules. <laughs> and I laughed. And I said, Matt, you said that I'm not supposed to hang out with you. Right, he goes, right. I don't care what I said. And he's a left-leaning guy. Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. I don't care what yeah. I said. What you've been doing, he goes, I'm ashamed that I walked away from you. And I think right. that you're seeing yeah. that happen oh, as yeah. well, where people come back. To They're coming say, back. You bring up a great point. Um, and, and that has happened. You know, originally here, I would text people and they would ignore my text back then. Yeah. You did not want to be associated with Mike Lindell. Media people, conservative media went away. Friends I thought were my friends separated from me. Uh, they went, uh, uh, family members, you know, going, hey, you know, you're out of your mind, Mike, or whatever, or, or they're afraid. Some of them just out of fear. Facebook, I put up a thing on Zuckerberg's Facebook. I thought it was deep platform with my own friends, but they were afraid to hit that like button. Like button. Yeah. And uh, and then that all changed. That all changed. It's been gra it's been a gradual change. And then um, oh, and maybe oh, I suppose about six eight months ago, whatever. Um, by that time. It started to really change and people coming back as it started to be going, hey, they see the bad things happening in our country and that's waking them up going, hey, maybe Mike's right here. Maybe there is a problem with these voting machines. They want to see that now. Right. They want their eye. They, they're hoping that's the case yeah. because they don't even believe what's in power now of what they're doing to our country. And these are the things when you get a when you get a put a, a so-called president up there and this evil red thing behind him saying that, hey, all these people, which are their friends and family members, are bad people. And then they're attacking people. I'll tell you what, what they did to me two days ago will put everybody that was even on the thing over the edge. And I they agree. back and they, uh, and uh, so it's backfiring on them. It's like, now do you guys understand what we were saying? I can't unsee what I saw. I can't unknow what I know. I've, you know, and the same way with you. If everybody knew, if everybody knew, if I could, we could get it out to every person and go, here's what happened with these machines. Here's what their big plan is. Here's what, here's what attacked our country, the CCP, the Uniparty, the deep state, the globalists, all in one. This is a, this isn't just one thing. I compare it to Nazi Germany. Do you think, I compare it to the Germans and the, and the Japanese in Nazi Germany. Do you think Hitler, if he would have got his way and won the, won the war, he, what he would have done, he would have went after Japan and got yeah. the rest of the world. This is the Democrat party that warned of these machines for 18 years. We heard it from Clint, um, uh, from Clint, um, um, Clayton with the, uh, with his, um, uh, his setting the first algorithms to steal these machines. He said for 18, 19 years, he couldn't convince the Democrats. I mean, couldn't convince the Republicans to get rid of the machine. Tucker showed Kamala Harris saying, we got to get rid of these machines, you know, and all of a sudden now the Democrats, the Democrats actually, the Democrats actually win, actually, actually win are on the side of a fixed scheme and they don't care. So they're like the Japanese there. You know what? Do you think when these guys get in power, they care about a Democrat? Think of that lady in Georgia that got zero votes, Trump. No, no, they don't. So, hey, we only have Mike for a half hour. So uh, he's got to do a show with uh, Jones on uh, Infowars. So he's going to he's going to jump over to there. I'm going to jump out of the studio. We're going to get Mike set up so he can do that. And then I'll be back on. Paula, you're going to start talking about uh, the things we have with Politico.
Uh, it's a great story. Mike, I want to thank you for coming. All right. On. Thanks a lot. And, and I also want to tell you, we'll be praying for you after the show. So we'll make sure that uh, we have lots of people okay. on their knees praying okay. for you today. Thank you. Yeah. Right. yeah, I got four speaking engagements over the next four, three days, everybody. And we're heading to Omaha, Nebraska. So thank you. All right. Hey, God bless you. Uh, Apollo, we'll just go ahead and, and uh, let you take over from here. And I'll jump on in the other office. Okay, you got it. God bless you, Mike. Right. And uh, good luck on your next yep. interview. We are praying for you. Yep, thanks. All right. All right, guys. So, hold on. And before we go on, we have a new sponsor of the show. That is American Hartford Gold. If you're like us here at Conservative Daily, you are growing more and more, and you are concerned about the future. And how could you not be? Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. Market experts like Jamie Dimon, CEO of J.P. Morgan, not only predict a recession, but are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k. And they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the BBB and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first qualifying order. So don't wait. Call them now. Call 855-965-5545. That's 855-965-5545 or text the word FREEDOM to 998899. Again, that's 855-965-5545, or text FREEDOM to 998899. There we go. And I wanted to play the uh, the Captain Obvious music, but, oops, it's not Ivan Raiklin. Let me fix that. But welcome, Ash. How are you? I could I could do an Ivan. Do you want to do Ivan? Yeah. <laughs> you should be Ivan Raiklin. <laughs> that was an explo- awesome, awesome show that you did with Ivan yesterday. And it really goes along with the theme of, of, of what we've been talking about all week on the show and on conservative-daily.com news. Um, we have a story out this morning. Politico released this article yesterday entitled, How Four Private Groups Used Their Clout to Control the, Go- the Global COVID response with little oversight. Four health organizations working closely together spent almost $10 billion on responding to COVID across the world, but they lacked the, secu- the scrutiny rather of governments and fell short of their own goals. Um, this article is really surprising. And, you know, on the first read this morning, I, I you know, was texting Apollo. I'm like, this is incredible. They're 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 calling out the fact that the governments weren't actually in charge and there's a few shortcomings of it but i do i want to go through this article uh and um if you want to just throw up cd uh conservative-daily.com we have uh we we connect the dots that politico failed to connect and (laughs) provide some additional insight um and so if we can, uh, you can pull up B1 and then we'll, we'll jump to B2 just so people can get oriented on the article. B1 is the, uh, the header image. Um, 
Yeah, and then if you jump, uh, that's that's the bit that I just read. If you jump over to uh, to B two, so the the take they've got they've got their takeaways here in terms of the uh, the the, the the key takeaways. This is a very long article. It has like this interactive navigator where you can jump to the different pieces and parts, but they give you the the key takeaways right up front. So number one, uh, they spent almost ten billion dollars on COVID since 2020. Uh, number two, they gave $1.4 billion to the WHO for a program that failed to achieve its, its goals, its original benchmarks. Number three, the, uh, the NGO leaders, and you'll see we're talking, of course, we're talking about Bill Gates and his pals. Uh, they had unprecedented access to the highest levels of governments, and they spent $8.3 million to lobby lawmakers and officials. Number four, officials, this is the one that I think is most egregious, and, and I'm going to you know, go tangent one sec. We see this with elections. With elections, this, this, this item at number four happens with our election vendors and government officials that work in Secretary of State uh, and Departments of State. Uh, number four, officials from the, the US and the EU and representatives from the WHO rotated through these four organizations as employees. So you've got this revolving door of government through the NGO machine back into government. Number five, they promised equity and failed. The developing nations were left out of critical, uh, critical response efforts. And then, of course, number six, they protected the, uh, the stranglehold that Big Pharma has on intellectual property. They said, you know, it would be, it would be great to uh, lift the inter intellectual property protections so we can get vaccines or therapeutics or other supplies out more quickly. And, uh, of course, these NGOs, they, they opposed that effort because as as, as we we discussed on, I can't remember if it was Monday's show or Tuesday's show, the the pharmaceutical companies, the big pharma companies, are owned by the same people that own the media, are owned by the same people that own the tech companies, are owned by the same people that own everything. And so this article is is fascinating, and I want to give props to Politico for actually publishing this. Um, that in itself is brave. But of course, they they, they kind of begin. It's not brave though. It's really not. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's because just like do your job. It, well, it's kind of. I, I, th I think there's a case to be made that they're trying to direct the narrative as more information comes out, because they start with a false premise, right? So uh, let's go. Let me see what number that is. Let's go to B three, please. And here, actually, real quick, before we continue sure. on this point. Uh, we have Captain Obvious back in the house. Welcome back, What's Captain up, Obvious. Hey, it's good to be back on with you. Listen, uh, that was a great interview with Mike. That was a great interview. I'm going to be with him over the next couple of days, so we'll get some other interviews, some exclusive interviews. I'm going to get his thoughts. We'll be publishing a lot of those things as well. But I, I want to uh, I want to bring something up, Ash. You talk about them rotating through these different organizations, these four organizations. Listen, they have created a recipe. Now we know what the recipe is. That recipe is that they walk from organization to organization, much like they did with election machines. Now keep in mind, guys like Edwin Smith, guys like uh, John Polis, these guys rotated through these election systems, these election companies. They recycled them through ESNS, Smartmatic, and, and so they could share information between those organizations. They become the people that we need to concentrate on the most. The Eric Coomers of the world, who develops and, and has these uh, patents is out there, you know, very, very, very vocally posting the Antifa manifesto, very vocally talking about being anti-American, anti-police. And we can even go back 
to the FBI agents who were caught on their text messages in early 2020 saying, hey, all we need to do is, uh, what do you, I'm just trying to destroy America, what about you, right? These were FBI agents, they said they were doing it as a joke. That's in, entirely what they were trying to accomplish the entire time Trump was in office, and that's what they're doing right now. And so this COVID issue is not, this political story is actually uncovering the playbook. The playbook. Because we are seeing not just what is happening with pharmaceutical, but they're using that and weaponizing against us. They're weaponizing the election systems against us. And they have enough nerve as leaders to say, oh, we're going to call Russia a terrorist nation. We're going to do these things to Russia. Russia is a, is a, a sponsored terrorist state when they know that those words really don't apply to what's really happening in our nation. And they're saying that climate change is the one thing everyone's worried about. No, yeah. what they're worried about is going to feed their family. <laughs> what they're worried about is not dying of things being in their veins. What they're worried about is not being forced to put something in their body or forced to do things in a country that is founded on freedom. So I'm not gonna take too much away from that, but I wanted to at least talk about the realities as Captain Obvious of what people are really feeling and what's really happening why this is so significant. You're spot on because it. it is absolutely a playbook and it's the same. It's the same playbook. It's the 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 role that NGOs are playing in the governance of our nation. So the the big shortcoming of this article from Politico is that they start with a false premise. Can you pull up B3 please, Mr. Producer? Mr. Perusa. When COVID-19 struck, the governments of the world weren't prepared from America to Europe to Asia, they veered from minimizing the threat to closing their borders, an ill-fated attempt to quell a viral spread that soon enveloped the world. While most powerful nations looked inward, four non-governmental global health organizations began making plans for a life or death struggle about a virus that would know no boundaries. Okay, pull that down. They did not begin making plans when the virus hit. And that's what we're going to show here. If you pull up the B1-1, uh, this is this is a 2014 report from the World Bank. Yes, you're hearing me correctly from the World Bank talking about pandemic risk. And the reason that I that I pulled this is because I want you to see these quotes. Um, and you know, Joe and Apollo, you guys can can rotate through reading these if you want. But throw up the next one. These are these are dated, marked quotes. So to, to the idea that we are that we are responding to the pandemic and beginning to make plans in 2020 when we found out about it, is false. Apollo, go ahead with the first one. Yeah, so we have some idea. This is World Bank Address to a Ministerial Conference on Response to Pandemic Threat 2008. So we'll go way back to Obama. We have some idea what might happen if, in the face of other pressing global challenges, it's always global challenges, we divert our focus from making systemic improvements in public health and veterinary services, and that prospect is frightening. We must continue to help countries develop essential human and institutional capacity, ensure authorities have resources to fulfill the responsibilities they have to their citizens and to the world as signatories to the international health regulations. There's international again, and OIE, International Standards for Animal Diseases. Again, that's 2008. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you right, want to... So yeah. Let's put a, yeah, let's put a, put a pin in that for a minute come right back to it. Sure. I, I believe that... that the reason why I'm in this is a God thing, right? Uh, the reason why I got into tech was a God thing. The reason why I was overseas in the Middle East and Africa was a God thing. I didn't ask for any of these journeys. I didn't ask to be on these paths. Uh, frankly, I, I started my company on a cocktail napkin sitting at a pub having a few beers with my buddies. Like that's how that's how Pin Business Network started, 
right? Now I'm no longer the CEO. I've had to divest from that company. But I, but when I was in the Middle East and Africa, I had to write something on an NGO that was in a specific country. They had been there for three decades. They had spent almost $300 million. And I wrote this white paper about the effectiveness of that NGO. And the reason why I said that is because the World Bank sanctioned this NGO. That NGO had nothing to show for it but pit latrines and a building that had their name on it in that country. That is how bad and ineffective these NGOs are. They are there to be used as global pawns to do harm to people in communities and to be able to roll out things like what you're seeing. World Food Bank, or excuse me, the World Bank should have zero to do, zero to do with trying to create some sort of international uh, uh, pandemic uh, rules or, or, or systems of rules, zero. Yeah. And okay, again, the, the timeline is really important here. So if you put that one back up again, I'm going to read this second quote, but, but, but so I'll read it first and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you the context. Even though we can't compute the odds for threats like bioterrorism or a pandemic, it's important to have the right people worrying about them and taking steps to minimize their likelihood and potential impact. But bioterrorism and pandemics are the only threats I can foresee that could kill over a billion people. Microsoft Corporation Chairman Bill Gates 2011 and he left his full-time role at Microsoft in 2008 in 2008 where we see the World Bank uh, making statements about pandemics. This is, and I remember, you know, I've, I've talked about how I used to do thought leadership for some of the um, largest companies in the world. We were talking in that thought leadership on mega trends that were coming in 2014, 2015. We were talking about pandemics, right? How could they see it coming? Well, Bill Gates left his full-time role at Microsoft in 2008, and they started preparing, according to their own world, words, according to the World Bank, they started preparing for pandemic response at that time. So then 12, 14 years later, what? We have a global pandemic and we're going to get into this political article um, shows exactly who's who's at the helm, right? So let's pull up, uh, let's, uh, oh, and then, oh, sorry, just B1-4. I want to just remind everybody, October of 2019, oh, yeah. October of 2019, the, the virus was expanding in China in 2019. We were hearing reports of it for, for news that would cover it. That was before, uh, you know, everybody was, that, that was before, as we were talking about it, we were called, uh, you know, xenophobic and Nancy Pelosi said, come to Chinatown and eat, right? Uh, event 201 was modeling a coronavirus pandemic in October of 2019. But this premise for this article is when the pandemic hit, we were unprepared and we had to figure out what to do. That is false. Pull up B4, please. What followed was a steady, almost inexorable shift in power from the overwhelmed governments to a group of non-governmental organizations. According to this seven-month investigation, it's done by political journalists in both U.S. and Germany. Uh, German newspaper Welt journalists. Armed with expertise, bolstered by contacts at the highest levels of Western nations, and empowered by well-grooved relationships with drug makers, oh, what do you know? The four organizations took on roles often played by governments, but without the accountability of governments. Uh, pull that down. So which, which four organizations are we talking about? That's, uh, that's B5. 
Well, and also just keep in mind, this is why we're talking about this public-private deal and how important this is. And there are some failures in this article. But the point is, like, we now have main, what you can consider mainstream news reporting on this. Right. This episode of Conservative Daily is brought to you by DCF Guns. They're not just a supporter and a partner of the show. They're an organization that is on the front line of promoting safe and responsible gun ownership. Along with being a staunch defender of the Second Amendment, they have a lot of different things inside of their three ranges and stores. So they have a gunsmith at every location. They have the ability to do massive amounts of training, uh, anything from beginners all the way up to uh, competitive shooting. Um, they're also the best gun store in Colorado. Uh, between a mar- massive arsenal of top-tier firearms, competitive pricing on ammunition, they're a go-to resource for newcomers and expert shooters alike. Memberships there start for as little as $25 a month and offer an arsenal of benefits beyond that, such as store-wide discounts and special access to training. Even better, what you're seeing right now is DCF Guns also has an e-commerce option, meaning you can take advantage of the awesome prices without leaving your home. Just visit dcfguns.co and start browsing. I do want to tell you that as a listener of conservative-daily.com, you get an additional 5% off everything in the store. You have to use discount code Joe. That's J-O-E. That's discount code Joe. Go to dcfguns.co and use discount code Joe. J-O-E. That's me. Or it's coffee, cup of Joe. Um, But you can go there and save an additional 5% off every single thing on the site. Um, As always, we'll keep the range hot and the deals hotter only at DCF Guns in Castle Rock and Colorado Springs and now online available to everyone across the entire country. What's that, Joe? Before you before you put this up, I, w- I want to point something out for everyone. This is an aha moment. Like this podcast, what we're talking about right now, is is one of the biggest stories out there. Because what have they done? And we know this to be a fact. What they did with the coronavirus in the United States, right inside of different states, is they used nonprofits, they used organizations. Look, Antifa. Most of the Antifa that were paid were paid out of. 100, just Colorado, 153 NGOs were paying people to go onto the streets and actually protest to look as if that was the national sentiment. They did that in almost every major city across the United States. We look at what's happening with the voting system. These are people that are doing a public good. They're, a, they're, they're doing a public trusted good, and yet they're untouchable. And if you speak about them, they sue you. So we're not allowed to have a voice they get to see you circumvent the, the Constitution. That's the same thing these four organizations did as well. They yeah. circumvented the rights of individuals, not just in the United States, but across the globe. And we're supposed to sit back and watch it happen. This is right. the biggest moment. This right here, this story literally puts all the pieces together as it relates to every other atrocity that these globalists and these evil leftists and establishment guys have been pushing on the American people and planning the last two decades and the the thing about that joe is that you know i talk about the false premise in this article that they started planning this after and and i'm going to have you read who these these four ngos are in just a second and people are going to start to make the connections the only thing that takes this political article it's in politico right not a not a right-leaning publication not 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 generally uh you know 
ter terribly critical of the government. Uh, the only thing that's keeping this from being, you know, something that should make everybody take to the streets is this idea that, well, they had to respond because there was a pandemic. When you actually look at the decade before and you look at what they've said and what they've done and what they plan. Remember, 2008, uh, Bill Gates left Microsoft full-time, vowed to give half of his wealth away Right? Remember that? He was, he was so benevolent. It was so great. He was going to do that. He started the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And what does the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, do? Let's, let's throw up B5. And Joe, I want you to read this. All right. The four organizations had worked together in the past, and three of them shared a common history. The largest and most powerful was the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, one of the largest philanthropies in the world. Then there was Gabby, the local vaccine, the global vaccine organization that Gates helps to help to found to inoculate people in low income nations and the Wellcome Trust, a British research foundation with a multi-billion dollar endowment that had worked with the Gates Foundation in previous years. Finally, there was the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovation or CEPI, the international vaccine research and development group that Gates and Wellcome both helped in 2017. 2017. Look, what else this, happened in 2017? President Trump was actually elected. He was he he came First into office, off. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Well, I want to say this. This is important. Uh, when they talked about vaccines and inoculating people in low-income countries and areas, here's what you guys don't know: Bill Gates went into places like Nigeria, Congo and others went into entire villages and sterilized the women in those villages sterilized them entire generations were lost because he would he would fund research on and make guinea pigs out of people in africa that was actually happening and i was there i was there i was there and was able to have conversations with people about how dangerous bill gates was now keep in mind i was a big fan of bill gates back in the early 2000s big fan I was like, I can't believe they're using this antitrust. They just don't want this company to be successful. <coughs> now you start seeing the evil behind the, the, the Microsoft and frankly, some of the work he did to squish competition. And I look at it differently now because I have more information. And now we see what the Gates Foundation is doing and what they did. They murdered millions of people around the world. That man is no worse than the Nazi Germany Hitler. He's no different. Matter of fact, he smiles and then does things to destroy entire generations. And those people don't have a voice. You wanna know why? Because there's no lawyers lining up to help people in Africa. There's no, the value of life there is minimally almost zero. And it's shut up, sit down. And that's what they're trying to do in America and across the world. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and Nailed so it. Here, you wanna talk about Gavi too. Remember, this is on the World Economic Forum's website. And just, you read, if you just go to Gavi, it says Gavi, the Vaccine Alliance, is a public-private global health partnership committed to saving children's lives and protecting people's health. It says bringing together developing country and donor governments, World Health Organization, UNICEF, World Bank, vaccine industry, research and tech agencies, civil society organization, and private philanthropists. One of those private philanthropists is Bill Gates. Uh, what you're specifically referring to, I believe, Joe, is they going back to the 70s. They had studies on this in the 70s. The studies specifically for temporary, if not permanent, sterilization of women by using vaccines spiked with beta HCG. And they found millions of doses of these 
that were spiked with that, that had that component in there, which is an artificial thing that would not find in a vaccine in any, in, for any reason other than to do something like that. And it was all done through the Gates Foundation and the World Health Organization. And people in Africa, there were massive, massive uh, upsets about this. And this is 20, 30 years ago, but yeah. no one talks about that now that these same people who shockingly have rolled out a vaccine under false pretenses, which is not legal except for the fact that they suppressed all the other cures and lambasted anyone who questioned it. And now all of a sudden we have people being sterilized. Well, and, and Joe, the criticism that you just made of the developing nations is in this article. Pull up B6, please, because uh, I, I just I really love the quote that's at the bottom of hey, B6. Look, I, didn't, I didn't even have to read the article to know what they're doing. Right. I'm just surprised that they actually, that they they actually are working on it, right? I mean, this I, is, yeah. had, Apollo, how many conversations have we had over the last couple of years where I talked about the things that were happening in Africa? And I go, you wouldn't believe the things. Darfur? Saving Darfur and the organization that was set up saying there was genocide and ethnic cleansing in, in Sudan, there never was. It never happened. That was a U.S. involvement and the lack of respect for the sovereignty of that nation. They make it a sanctioned nation. They weakened it. They cut it in half and they got access to the oil at pennies on the dollar on the private sector. That's how they destroy nations across the globe. And they use the CIA and these covert ops around the world in order to do it. It's all about power and money. Well, you know, you talk about what you've been talking about and all these things that have happened in Africa and India and like all these countries, exactly what you're talking about. We're just now people are starting to wake up to the fact that they've been doing it, but we're just seeing it come back to America. It's already been happening, but they, this is the exact same playbook. People are suddenly woke. You know, waking up to the fact that this amount of corruption and this disgust and disdain and disregard for human life and for the lives of children under the guise of protecting people's health and protecting children, you know, ironically enough, this is the same playbook that they've been using in other countries. And now it's just starting to come back here. And finally, people are waking up to it. It's the same adage like, you know, you don't care about it unless it's in your own backyard. And so all these people, you know, freaking out over Ukraine all of a sudden because that's the next uh, psyop or they're, you know, while. They don't really care about the, uh, you know, the genocide going on with the Uyghurs. If it's not in your media, if it's not in your face, you don't care about it. And now people are starting to realize that the things that they should care about are right here in America. And it's been being done to millions of people all over the world. And it's the same people. Like the, the, the nexus is just coming full circle. It's very simple. Yeah, let's play this beat. Let's play it. Yeah, there we go. Go ahead. Civil society organizations active in poorer nations, including Doctors Without Borders, express discomfort with the notion that Western-dominated groups staffed by elite teams of experts would be helping guide life and death decisions affecting people in poorer nations. Those tensions only increase when the Gates Foundation opposed efforts to waive intellectual property rights, a move that critics saw as protecting the, imp the interests excuse me, of pharmaceutical giants. Uh, over people living in poorer nations. What makes Bill Gates, quote, what makes Bill Gates qualified to be giving advice and advising the U.S. government on where they should be putting the tremendous resources, asked Kate Elder, senior vaccine policy advisor for the Doctors Without Borders Access campaign. Well, again, this is the guy who, you know, made computers, released computer viruses, and then sold the, you know, the cure for yeah. the computer virus. All right, all right. Bomb. Well, here's a bombshell for all of you. Bombshell. I met with a Doctors Without Borders doctor who had worked in Sudan, who had worked in Kenya, Uganda, uh, the Democrat Republic of Congo, uh, Ghana, had worked all over Africa and North Africa and Central Africa, all over. And I asked the simple question when I was trying to gather information 
about what was being done to help people in poorer communities for uh, malaria, right? Specifically, what was happening with uh, uh, these areas that were in indigenous people that were, I would say indigenous, but tribal people, like the, the, the Masailan people in, uh, in the Rift Valley or above the Rift Valley in Kenya. And they said it, everything would be great if we didn't have propaganda that was pushed down, that lied about, lied to the people, lied to the people in other countries about really what the problem is. The problem is, is that we have people like, the, this is from a doctor of a doctor without borders. The problem is we have organizations like the Bill Gates Foundation that you cannot disparage that are coming in here and doing real harm. And we're coming in behind them trying to fix it. So this idea that you could put a net over somebody and that that's going to stop them from getting malaria is garbage. You can't put a net over someone and have them not get malaria, but you can give them ivermectin, give them hydroxychloroquine, and pills are called next to nothing. And the Bill Gates Foundation was trying to figure out ways to charge more for those and hide behind the NGO so they personally can gain. It's not about public health. It's not about helping people in no. poorer nations. It's about money. Pull up B7. Well, just real please. quick, I want to, yeah. when you're talking about those kids in Africa and before we leave that topic, I know people who were over there when I was younger, and they have news reports about this as well. If you look back, you know, a decade, they would send over all these World Health Organization workers and these NGO workers, and they knew what was happening. They knew that the, these shots were killing them and sterilizing them, and all the women would lose their babies. So these people would show up in their suits, and they would run. They were, like, hiding in bushes because they knew what these people were doing to them, and they would literally come find them and, like, inject these women. It is absolutely disgusting. Yep. Yeah, and and it's 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 about money. It 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 comes down to money. We talk about money laundering and how our governments are laundering money through NGOs all over the world. This is a big a big view of that. Pull up B seven. Soon, however, governments in the United States and Europe were offering their own crucial support to the four groups. The organization spent at least $8.3 million lobbying the U.S. and EU, according to an analysis of lobbying disclosures. When this past spring, the leaders of CEPI sought to replenish the group's coffers, it spent $50,000 in part to advocate for $200 million in yearly funding from the U.S. government, according to filings and interviews with Capitol staff. The overtures worked. While President Joe Biden's efforts to Obtain additional $5 billion in funding for the administration's international work combating the virus were floundering in Congress, he still managed to slip $500 million for CEPI into his budget proposal, $100 million a year for five years. That's our money. We're paying for this. Yeah, and, and people don't understand. I think they're becoming a lot smarter on this. Look, we're going to have a pitchfork, pitchfork moment. These leaders have betrayed the American people, and they betrayed people around the world. We're hard, we're hard working Americans. We give of our hard earning money to the government so that they can be good ambassadors and, and trusted advisors for that money in order to make sure they can do public good. And what they're doing is taking that money and destroying us. What they're doing is putting in their own private coffers. And what they're doing is allowing some lobbyist group to tell the American people, this is what you need, this is what you want. And we're gonna go over here and sterilize people in Africa. We're gonna kill people in India. Bill Gates can't even go into India. He can't even go into India. Yep. And I'm fired up. Yeah, I'm super fired up right we now. Have well, you talk yeah. about you talk about uh, them wanting to be good, or supposing to be good stewards, take care of the Americans. Biden told the military to get on food stamps. Yeah, food stamps, food stamps. So we're going to have the military be on food stamps, work as slaves. Now, let me, let me explain to you what that means. 
That means the military puts their life on the line. They're told, I just have to do my job. They have to do a public good. They have to protect our country. And oh, by the way, we're going to make sure your family suffers, but we're going to give you table scraps. We're going to do the same thing to you we do to the people in the inner city. This is the problem with our government. They treat us like slaves. They treat us like peasants. They take our money and they tell us to sit down and shut up. <clears throat> they did it in our election systems. They're doing it with the inocu inoculation of people in the United States. They're killing people. And frankly, I think we all need to get to the point where we get in the gap. Stop having the conversation about what they're going to do for us. Stop waiting. We can't wait. The ship needs to turn around right now or we need to run it into a, a nice iceberg and make sure that it's stationary. <laughs> And take everybody on there that has done stuff to harm us, defund the FBI, have safe and fair elections by getting back to a point where you don't have the machines. Make sure you try every single one of these people for treason. Make sure you try them for murder. Make sure that they stand trial and that if if found guilty of treason, put to death. There is there is no way I'd want to pay for those people to sit in prison. And as we see the continued assault on our privacy, on our freedoms, and the information war we find ourselves in, it's always important to protect your online activity. So if you're tired of feeling like someone's always watching you on the internet, or maybe advertisers know a little bit too much about you, if you're concerned about the privacy of your identity, using incognito mode will not solve the problem. IPVanish VPN is here to protect your right to privacy and help you stay anonymous online. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet without exposing your private details to third parties such as hackers, your ISP, or advertisers. You can use IPVanish on your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. When you use IPVanish, all of your data is encrypted. This means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed. So whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IPVanish. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners of Conservative Daily Podcast, and you get a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you're getting nine months for free. On top of that, it's an awesome deal. IPVanish is super easy to use. All you do is tap one button, and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's running. Stop sharing with the world everything you watch, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to ipvanish.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com forward slash daily. Yeah, and so, you know, this is the topic of our Facts Blast today. Again, the only reason that is keeping this Politico story from being the, the, the pitchfork moment that everybody should be horrified about, because they say it all out loud, right? Except the premise that they started this when the pandemic hit. When you take that premise away, you see that they've been planning this for a very long time. Then look at what, Apollo, what you went over yesterday about the lab leak. Right? And the information that's coming out that the DNI said the lab leaked. So, okay, so it leaked. They've been planning it for a decade. It leaked. And then their response shifted power inexorably, which means can't stop it, impossible to be stopped. The, the cat is out of the bag. The train has left the station. Genie's out of the bottle. You're not stopping it. Transferred power to these NGOs. 
That is what our government has done. That's what they've overseen. And that's the topic of today's Facts Plus. Everybody needs to send it because this is, as we said, the playbook. This is the playbook that they used for our elections. It's the playbook that they're using for education. It's the playbook that they're using for immigration policy. This is what they do. Well, and let's talk about that document real quick, and then I want to bring up one other point since we're, we've mentioned these four organizations. This is from the DNI's website, literally on the origins of COVID, of SARS-CoV-2. So I'm just going to read a couple of these. After examining all available intel reports and other information, et cetera, et cetera, four IC elements, intelligence community elements, and National Intelligence Council assessed with low confidence initial SARS-CoV-2 infection was most likely caused by natural exposure to an animal infected with it or a close progenitor virus. That was the whole deal in the beginning. That's what they said. It came out of a bat soup or, you know, an iguana had sex with a pangolin or something like that. One IC element assesses with moderate confidence the first human infection was most likely the result of a lab-associated incident, probably involving the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Analysis three IC elements remain unable to coalesce around either explanation without additional information. This is from the DNI. And before we move on, we've mentioned, again, what are these four organizations? Bill and Gates, Gavi, Welcome, and CEPI. Well, Welcome, we've talked about Welcome on this show before. I'll bring up this. Uh, welcome. So we talked about Ophirics. This is one of the things that uh, Dr. Artis uh, actually shared with me going back a few months. And Ophirics is one of the uh, companies that was involved in these snakebite researchers. And it, Welcome is also one of the companies that was funding all this mRNA vaccine tied in with Gilead and Genentech going back, again, years, years before this ever happened. This is the same company, this Welcome, getting all this money, who's one of these four big partners who was involved going back years, again tied in with the World Economic Forum, in doing all this genetic research and mRNA and was then tied into stabilizing them into these vaccines that magically appeared out of nowhere. This was not random and... Uh, actually, I uh, disagree slightly. It's not all about money. I believe this is about an ideology. This is some really dark stuff. This is not just about money on it. And yeah, a big well, part of it is. Yeah, but this is, a, this is an ideology, ideological thing. You cannot understand everything that has been going on related to the border crisis, related to the policy, the economy, uh, the vaccination, COVID agenda, none of this. The Great Reset, the Green 2020 garbage, none of it can be understood without you understanding the ideology behind the forces that are actually moving this. Because money alone does not explain this kind of partnership. And Gates, his work, the experiment going back 40 years, sterilizing women in Africa and all over the world, you cannot explain that by money. That is an ideological basis that is routed in evil, it is designed to be evil. It is designed to execute evil and the extermination of the sovereignty of the individual on earth. Rant over. Boom. Gavel. <laughs> hey, so uh, I, I got to, there's more to go over. And I'm sorry that I kind of railroaded it a little bit, pu pushing it towards election fraud. But I want everybody to understand what the game plan is. Uh, we have roaming networks out of Serbia that we, we were able to track back to the United States. We have other organizations that are tied to Dominion and foreign countries. We have the uh, stealing and the peddling of uh, Americans' uh, information, right? So we have the, the peddling of Americans' information, um, stealing identity theft that was happening in Romania that we were able to collect that information on. We 
you tie that back to the fact that now Dominion is, is selling off pieces or parts of the company to different uh, asset uh, companies or, or hedge funds, we, we have a cabal in motion. We have people that are scrambling to bully other people. The lawsuit that I'm going to file, and I'm in the process of having conversations with people like Mike Lindell, his legal team, make sure that we're all on the same page. We're going to get to the bottom of it, and we're going to make sure we understand who owns every single one of these companies, both on the vaccine side, and we're going on the offense, completely across the board going on the offense, and we're not playing this game anymore. We're not playing the game anymore. We don't care about the FBI. They're ill, they're, they're irrelevant to the, the conversation about what's happening with the American people. Yeah, I would just say, uh, Mr. Producer, I want to give a shout out. There's on the Substack, uh, Second Smartest Guy in the World, there's a article today written by Dr. Vernon Coleman entitled, The New World Order is Already Here. And uh, it's going through exactly what we're talking about. Uh, from a from a public health standpoint, but as Joe's saying, it's 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 every domain. In every domain, they're executing this playbook of governments and elites and NGOs and how they recycle through and how they bring about there. This is, I mean, it is the Great Reset, right? It's not just yeah. about money, as you said, Apollo. It's about power and it's about control. It is the Great Reset, and as we're all arguing whether or not the Great Reset is a real thing, it's really how they wrote a book on it. But whether or not we're still arguing uh, whether it's a real thing, they're doing. Well, and actually, they've wrote many books about it. Right. And I want to say one thing because I'm still a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm like in Apollo fire mode. Um, you, men, 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 men. We have still, we have not broken through this idea that we need to be like the bigger people, that we need to be nice. This, this idea that, you know, well, the conservatives, the Republicans, we don't go there. We need to act with decorum and all this garbage. We, the reason we are losing is because we have had conditioned out of us through our media and after decades of, you know, being told that men are the stupid ones, every television show that you ever watch uh, on cable, on Netflix, it's always the stupid man, the bumbling idiot who's the father, and then the mother who's the smart one, and she has to handle him, and the kids are l weird little freakazoids. We've had that kind of conditioning, and the fact that men should not be the head in charge of the household and of their community. They should not be leaders and they do not have to be nice. Being a strong man, being a leader does not mean that you have to be nice. In fact, you probably shouldn't be nice. That does not mean don't be kind to people, but we should not be concerned whether people like us. We should be concerned with what we produce, Amen. with the actions that we take, with how we show up and the results that we create in our own lives and in our community. So that's number one. Now, we have also failed to accept that in order to be, I believe, a good man, you need to have a dark side. You need to be able to be a monster. I do not believe you can be a good man without having that dark side and being a monster, but one who controls it. The goal should be to be a dangerous person, but be in charge of that. These are the tools that we have, but do not have to use. And we fail yes, to well, realize to, how far wanna, that they can go, and we fail to go wanna, there. Mentally. I, I want to articulate what you're saying because I've had this conversation with you several times, right? Sure. And I want to just clarify some things here for the, the village idiots out there, like the Antifa journalists <laughs> and things that would, that would make this into something it's not. So let me just clarify what Apollo is saying. What Apollo is saying is, is that in every man, in every strong man with courage, is a desire to protect. Protect your family, protect your friends, protect your community, protect those around you to always do good. But inside of that man with that courage sits this thing that says, listen, if by force be necessary to protect, I will do it. 
It is why men ran onto the, 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 the shores of Normandy. It's why men right now, they're, although they're apathetic to a large part, there are men that are standing up, like Mike Lindell, like Steve Bannon. <coughs> they're standing up right now. You know why they're standing up? Because they have this little thing inside of them. I don't want to call it a demon. I don't want to call it a dark side. It's a beast. I just want to tell you, it's a beast. It's a beast. That is, it's biblical. If you look for it, it's biblical. If you go through history, it's it's always there. We want to make sure that we operate by using by using God's principles. But at the end of the day, violence begets violence, and we are not we are not fighting a Goliath. We are fighting a megaphone of Goliath. We are fighting little minions, little people. Little weak people that have stood up this soldier made out of metal, made out of technology, and they are sitting there on the bullhorn acting as they're their Goliath. These are minis. These are mini weak people. And so we need to identify those people. We need to build a list of those people. People need to know who the enemy is. And so that we can be out there telling people, these are the people that want to destroy opportunity for your children. These are the people that want to weaken and kill people in the inner city and make them uneducated and then tell them that it's the white man in suburbia that caused all this for you. We want to identify the people that are hurting the people in our community, stealing opportunities and telling them they can't be doctors, can't be lawyers, and they can't be leaders in their community unless they're actually talking about victimology and how to destroy the fibers of our nation. So I want to be clear, we are not promoting violence, nor will we ever promote no. violence, but we do promote the idea that if pushed to a place where you will take from us that which people have lost their lives for, that have bled for this nation for, we promise you that force will be, that that is when you will see the force of the nation. That's when you will see people step in and unify. You remember, um, I, I think I, I was thinking about this because you've talked a lot about force versus violence and how we need to show up in force. We need to use force, but we're not advocating violence. And I certainly never advocate violence. I abhor violence. But do you remember the, um, I think it was in Virginia, they did a protest at their state capitol and everybody was armed. You guys remember that there was it, it was there there were the media was losing their minds calling for uh, you know disarmament after that because they were terrified of all the people with guns. There were no shots. There was no violence. But they showed up and they showed who they were and how many of them there are and that if pushed the American people are not go we're not going into this communist utopia that they're trying to bring about. We're not going quietly. And we're not going silently. And I don't think, the reason I bring that example up, it's not going to take violence, but it is going to take an end to American apathy. It is going to take people stopping, sitting behind the computer screen and thinking, well, if I just share that post, then I'm doing my part. No, you have to use your voice. You have to act. You have to get in the gap. And as soon as every single one of us is in the gap, standing up and saying, enough, come no farther, then we don't have to be violence. We've already won. Yeah. So I want to say, uh, let, 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 let's let me back up for a minute because somebody Truth Triumph just said something, and I think I think that Truth Triumph I don't know if it's a woman or a man, so I'm just going to say says something that is really interesting. We need to understand not a monster or a beast inside. It's the Holy Spirit inside that's more powerful than anything evil. And then goes on to said Jesus had no beast inside, and even demons feared him. So I want to I want to rearticulate. I think we understand what that is that's inside of us. I think men that are strong understand what that is, but. I think, it, I think it's worth clarifying so the people don't say, well, the beast did it. <laughs> right? 
it is the Holy Spirit. It is godly. It is what God does. God's anger at times has, has caused, and his love at the same time. So he loved, he loves us. God loves us, does not want anything that we're going through. He doesn't want any of this. He doesn't want death, destruction. He gave people free will. And some people are going to fail at free will. This is a test of character. They're going to we fail. They're going to be eternally damned to a place. If they never got a, t- a chance to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, then they'll get that chance. But you know, we have products of our environment that, that create the environment for us where we have to be able to be strong. We have to be able to meet force with equal or excessive equal force in order to stop it from, from permeating our society. So um, uh, truth triumphs, you're, you're absolutely right. I just want to point that out. So thank you for, thank you for uh, uh, not clarifying, but holding us accountable to what we say. Well, and I just want to say real quick, just to be clear, you already summarized it a little bit, but I'm not talking about go out and be like a monster. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that we, many of us, we suppress this idea within ourselves that we can't go there or we can't be that, and it goes back to free will, which you mentioned. We all have evil in us, just as we all have the light of God. That is part. God created all of this. He created the good and the, and you know the light and the dark. Like we have those choices available to us, though we sometimes refuse to admit it. And the point is, when I say be a good man, is that knowing we have those things available to us and not having to do it. When you acknowledge that. You know, nothing that the left has done, nothing Antifa has done is beyond the means of anything that any person on this earth can do. It stops to be a, like it stops to bother you. It stops to be any kind of barrier because you could ju- you just say, OK, cool. I see what they're doing. I understand that evil people will use evil means and evil methods against us to achieve their means. We don't have to resort to that, but they are no stronger than us. There is nothing to be terrified. And it is that light of God that exactly is what is is guiding us. And that is what has allowed us to remain peaceful this entire time. Well, and there's one more thing, you know, Joe, when you said uh, we, so we can say, oh, it wasn't me. It was the beast that did it. The 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 most fundamental American uh, ideal is the individual and the self-governance of the individual, the the free will and the fact that each of us are individually accountable for our actions and for what we do. And that's what separates us from the left. They don't see us as individuals. They see the collective and they see the greater good. And for them, the means justify the ends. For us, the individual, that is why we're so slow to move. It's why we're, we're hard to stand up because we, we are individually counting the cost and weighing whether or not it's worth it. But we're at that point in history now where you have to stand up, you have to get in the gap, or you will be looking back, the, the you know future generations will be looking back in disgust at you if you're not doing everything that you can right now to stop what, what this, this massive cabal, this uniparty cartel that we've been covering for months is doing. Absolutely. Well, we're we're out of time. We're kind of at the end of the stuff. It looks. It, it, it look, I do want to say this. We have built up a team at Conservative Daily Podcast. We have we have built up a team at Conservative Daily. Ash, you have wrote some amazing stuff, some stories out there that are getting out there. Um, for those of you that don't know, Ash is the uh, executive director of everything that happens uh, when it relates to the site, the campaigns that we do. Uh, she's a prolific writer. She's brought other writers into the, the deal as well. And I just, I just want to, I want to tell you that as we start to grow over the next couple of weeks, it's going to get more and more pronounced. Things that we're doing are going to be more and more pronounced. We're going to get more and more 
uh, I guess, bold in how we are able to communicate with you. But we're going to need people in our community to become advocates and ambassadors of truth. So I want you to push towards that as much as you possibly can. And, and frankly, find your voice. Find your voice inside of what we're doing, what others are doing, what CanCon's doing, what Mike is doing. Um, I, I think it's just it's, it's a necessary part of the evolution of getting people in the gap. Well, and there's a vacuum. There's a vacuum of real news, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I spend, you know, the first couple of hours, or the wee hours that I get up, going through the headlines of what's going on during the day. What's the, what's the news of the day? And it's real hard to find just the facts. You have to wade through a lot of, uh, a lot of narrative, right? The, the mainstream media on both sides, including Fox, the light went off in here. I'm trying to turn it back on. Uh, including Fox, they, um, the, 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 they're pushing a narrative and so we're going to be breaking through that narrative we're going to be bringing you the facts and we're not going to give you all the news of everything all over the world we're going to give you the real news of the fight to save the republic that's what you can go to conservative-daily.com for and there's as joe said a lot coming in that space in the coming weeks all right so let's pray can we can we pray yeah, and first, make sure you go support Mike Lindell. Fill up his coffers, fill his war chest, because they're trying to drain him and throw him out of the fight. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21. Yeah, or you can use Hardee's, too. If you want to be funny, use Hardee's. <laughs> H-R-D-E-E-S. Um, you know, because they Hardee's, got pillow Hardee's biscuits. doesn't support the show. Use CD21. <laughs> yeah, CD21. Yeah, yeah, okay. I just like I like supporting Mike in any way I can. That's his code we, we came up with last night. Hardy's tweet was awesome. That was a great interview you did, Joe, uh, yeah. the first half of the show. Yeah. All right, let's pray. Father God, I just want to thank you. I feel so encouraged. I know that many men and women do feel encouraged. I know that they feel just, just invigorated and resolute about what has been happening, what happened to President Trump, what happened to Mike Lindell, what has happened to other people before President Trump, like Roger Stone and General Flynn. Uh, Father, I'm just so encouraged by and are grateful for your your leadership and by giving people wisdom, giving people the ability to, to have stamina, uh, to have patience, to walk the path that's necessary, to set aside petty differences. Father, I just thank you for the leaders that you brought up for such a time as this. Father, I thank you for uh, the people that are inside of Conservative Daily Podcast the people that have worked for Conservative Daily that have made it such a, a, a blessing and that have helped it grow. Uh, Father, I, I am just thankful for the people that listen and then take the information that we present, the truth that we present, and present it out there to the rest of the world un, unashamed as truth should always be spoken. Father, I'm, I'm grateful for the voice that you've given me. I'm grateful for the responsibility that you've, that you've heaped upon me. I'm grateful for the people that you've brought beside me and others that have helped us become better at what we do and frankly have, have given hope to other people. So Father, I just thank you for that. Father, I would just ask you for a special blessing upon Mike Lindell. I would ask you for a special blessing on his company, that you just bless him immensely, that the, the amount of success that he has in his business would far exceed anything he's ever seen before so that he may be able to continue to do work and stand next to others that are also doing that work. Father, I would just ask you to bless his health. I would ask you to give him peace. I would ask you to give him uh, joy, to allow to be able to step away for a minute, enjoy his family, to enjoy Kendra, to enjoy the, the things in his life, his children in his life, that he can, they can have peace in his life. Father. 
Father, I would just ask you to have a special blessing upon our travels over the next couple of weeks. That we may be safe. Bless our hearts and our minds that as we travel, we may travel and do your work, Father, and always remember the path that you put us on. Father, I would just ask you to bless the people that are listening. Give them peace. Give them joy. Give them the ability to just settle in and do the things that are necessary in their lives so that they can bring people to that place, that, that gap, so that we can show that we have a density, that this is what the American people are, not what they use and not what they promote, not what they lie to us about over and over and over again. Father, I would just ask you to break down more barriers and give more courage to those people in media. Help them to speak the truth, knowing that it is flat evil. Help those people that are not evil, that are working for evil organizations or evil ends. Help those people that they may see something they can't unsee and that they may speak truth, no matter how difficult it is. Please bless those like April Moss and Brian Lupo and Jim and Joe Hoff and Garrett Ziegler and all of the, and, and David Clements. I could go on, Father, and, and Clay Clark and, and General Flynn. And even those that, frankly, I find distasteful in some of the things that they do, as long as they're fighting and putting their muskets towards the, the things that we need to, to the enemy, Father, the enemy of, of you, the enemy of our society, the enemy of our world, Father, I would just ask you to also give them the right wisdom. Give them the ability to have humility, to know when to lead, but also when to submit. Help them to learn to stand with others, Father. I ask for all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, you know, I want to say I was sitting so still in the studio that the lights went out while we were talking. <laughs> Apollo, we got to check the cameras because I want to see if we achieve time drift. <laughs> oh, it's oh. a great idea. How about, how about expertise drift? We got that too. We'll make sure we take care of that because <laughs> Dominion drift. got it all figured out. <laughs> Uh, uh, God bless you guys. I'll see you guys in a few days. I'm headed to uh, Omaha with uh, Mike Lindell, and then uh, I think we're headed to Phoenix, and then I will be speaking at Clay Clark's event on Saturday at 6.15 p.m., so tune in. We will be showing the entire show, but I will be on at 6.15 on Saturday evening um, in Idaho, so God bless you all. God bless. God bless everyone. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Fax Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. 
Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.